0: You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning, sisters. Wow, can you believe it's already the last week of August? I mean, I was just thinking, where has the time gone? And you know, we, sh- we should just pause there and take a moment to thank God for helping carry us through these past five, almost six months, you know, through this pandemic, which I know has been definitely challenging. You know, I know that it's really called us higher to have more of a gritty faith. Um, I know many of us have experienced, you know, l- loss, grief, and some of us even trauma this year. Have you ever felt like, how am I supposed to be joyful when I'm faced with these challenges? disappointments or even heartbreaks in life. I don't know about you, but this week definitely was tough. You know, on Monday I saw the video of the brutal police shooting of Jacob Blake, 29-year-old 20, African-American man in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Just even thinking about it, you know, hearing the gunshots go off, um, it just brings back that pain and that, it just broke my heart, you know, to hear how his three young sons were in the back seat. They're only three, five and eight years old and that these children were witnessing their own father be shot in the back seven times. Um, it angered me, it was disturbing, um, I just couldn't wrap my brain around why this policeman, you know, would do this. Would do this to a defenseless man who had no weapon on him, and um, this this kind of cold, just senseless violence just made me feel sick in my stomach. Honestly, um, it made me feel in despair and almost just like this feeling of hopelessness. And I knew that I needed to just go and pray. I knew I needed to go to God to take my anger and my sadness to God. I could feel Satan just trying to take me out, you know, trying to make me want to give up, give up believing that our world can change. And I know that Satan would like nothing more than to make me give in to just feeling Despondent and depressed where I don't even want to do anything. And so that's when I knew I needed to get in my Bible, that I needed to draw near to God. And, you know, I feel like sisters, it's especially in these painful times, these chaotic, divisive times, that we must choose joy today. And so that's what I'm calling my lesson today. Today I choose joy. And I called it that because really it's a lesson for myself, you know, to to go to the scriptures and to have the conviction to choose joy. So before we start, let's say a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would give me the words to be able to just share what you want me to share about choosing joy, God, Please guide us through the scriptures to be able to really understand how much you want us to live a joy-filled life. And it's so challenging in these times. God, I do pray for Jacob Blake and his family. God, I pray that you would just really comfort them during this time, help him um, to get the help that he needs. Um, I pray for our nation, God, who we're just going through challenging times it's so confusing so many political views out there you know so much anger so much hate god and we need you so much we need jesus we need your hope we need your light god and i just pray that you would encourage us in some way as we look at your scriptures today thank you god for being our rock and our refuge no matter what happens that we can depend on you We love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to start off by defining the two words. Um, The first one is the word choose. You know, it's it's a powerful word. It means to seek out, to select, to to see all the possibilities and select. Right? It has this notion of to, to be intentional, to have intention and focus. And I love that God is a God who gives us the freedom of choice. Like, it's so empowering that we are not just stuck in our circumstances. We're not victims to, you know, things that happen to us, but that we, we have a choice. And, I want to define what joy is. You know, in Galatians 5.22 and 23, the scriptures tell us that joy is a fruit of the spirit. Joy in the Greek, which the word is kara, means inner gladness and rejoicing based on spiritual realities. The Hebrew word for joy, gael, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but... um, It's It means to be moving or spinning around in a circle. And, you know, from that root word joy comes the word also rejoice, which the Greek word agalio, agalialo, means to leap or spin around with pleasure. So I just imagine, you know, like, you remember, you, you just see a group of kids, preschool kids running around, Holding hands and turning around in a circle and just laughing. You know, that's what I think about when I think about the word rejoice. And, you know, in uh, Philippians 4, verse 4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. You know, he says, rejoice, go back to the original state of Joy, the original source of exceeding joy. You know, go back to that place really that you can only find in your intimate relationship with God, in God's Word. And He says it, I love, I love how He says, I say it again. It's kind of like, if you miss that, cause it's easy to miss, right? You just read it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And He says, if you miss it, I will say it again. Rejoice. You know, that it's, it's, uh, almost a command in Psalm 119 verse 24 in the new living translation. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. See, the Psalmist says, we will rejoice. Do you see the choice in that? And he's saying, we will rejoice. Not only if it's a good day or not only if it's just sunshine and roses if things don't go bad, or it's not dependent on external circumstances. You know, I love how it's just this proclamation that no matter what happens, we will rejoice and we can still rejoice, even though we are in the midst of hard times because of who God is, because our God is a good, loving father. That God has made this day, that God had made this time for us. Therefore, we will rejoice. So you see that joy is not a feeling, right? It's not something to be bought, earned, um, or purchased. Joy is not absent in darkness. Like You can have joy even in the midst of trials. It's not optional. You know, I wanted to share this helpful list um, by this woman, Megan Dredge, from... A, a webinar she did for Propel Women Leadership, but um, it's it really contrasts the difference between happiness and joy, because there definitely definitely is a difference. Sometimes we can confuse the two, but you know happiness is fickle. Joy is constant. Happiness is momentary, but joy is permanent. Happiness is outside in, but joy is inside out. Happiness is unfaithful, but joy is ever faithful. Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a conviction. Happiness requires an external source. Joy comes from an internal source. Happiness is not always available. Joy is always accessible. Happiness has difficulty existing with other feelings. Joy is comfortable in the presence of all emotions. Happiness is optional. Joy is required. Happiness depends on what's happening around us. Joy depends on God. Happiness is a goal, but joy is a promise. And, you know, I I love this because we're talking about choosing joy today, not happiness We're choosing joy. Now, why is this important? This is important to choose joy daily because joy is our superpower, sisters. Joy is our superpower. And I'm going to read from Nehemiah chapter 8 in verse 10. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks. And send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is sacred to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's why it's important to choose joy. You see, this um, was a time when the Israelites had forgotten the law from being in exile. They had drifted so much into worldliness that they were intermarrying. They were actually participating in the pagan practices of the unbelievers around them. But as Ezra, the the priest and the scribe, started teaching them again God's word, they were starting to realize their sin. And they really were getting broken about how much they had turned their back on God and how they had really drifted from following God's law. They were just weeping, just hearing the voice of God through his word again. See, holiness and joy go together. You know, holiness being set apart from the world, being set apart for God. And joy, true joy, is supernatural. See, it's not of this earth. And Nehemiah tells them to rejoice in God, that God is the source of their strength. And Nehemiah reminds them that the strength they needed to live this godly life comes from our joy in the Lord, not from giving into this sorrow over excessive sorrow or despair, because joy is a power that produces a victorious, a powerful, growing Christian. Joy leads to life. And that's why it's so important for us to choose joy today. Joy is our strength. It's a weapon. Joy helps us to be able to hold firm to our faith as we are facing difficulties and, and dark times. Joy helps us to continue to love and serve and share our faith with others. You know, I do want to make note that choosing joy doesn't mean just stuffing our feelings and, you know, ignoring what's going on. You know, it doesn't mean um, faking or, or, you know, not acknowledging our grief or sadness. That's not it at all. Rather, it means taking our emotions, our pain, you know, our, our suffering, taking it to God and trusting that He will carry our burdens because He loves us and He cares for us. See, in Psalm 4, verse 6 and 7, in the New Living Translation, it says, Let the smile of your face shine on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and wine. Choosing joy means crying out to God, being honest about our emotions and thoughts, and asking God to fill our hearts with joy. God is the source of true joy and everlasting joy. I think about just that imagery of children and how they're so honest, so real, right? If they fall and get hurt, they cry, they scream, they wail. They don't try to hold it in. You know, they're humble. They they let mom or dad, you know, encourage them, give them a hug. And then after that, they move on to just being happy and having fun again to their original state of joy. You know, in Psalm 34, verse five, in the New Living Translation, I love this scripture. It says, those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. God wants us to be radiant, to be radiant with joy. You know, I have so much love and respect for our mature sisters in our church. Um, these mature sisters, our aunties, our grandmothers, you know, they have experienced so many hurtful things in their life. Um, have gone through losing their loved one. They have gone through experiencing racism themselves. You know, experienced shattered dreams. Um, and yet despite all of the pain that they have gone through, they continue to choose joy because of their faith in God. I want to give just a high five to all the moms out there who are taking care of their children, especially the little ones during this COVID times, you know, thinking of creative ways to keep the kids busy, but healthy and safe. Um, I want to lift up all of you amazing women who are taking care of your parents or loved ones in your family. God sees your love. God sees your service. God sees your nurturing heart. Um, to our incredible single professionals. God sees your faithfulness as you trust in Him in area in every area of your life as you excel in your profession. A big shout out to our students who have started back in school. It's definitely not ideal times. You know, having to be uh, online instead of in school with your friends. But God sees your perseverance. God sees your obedience. And I'm just so proud of our women's ministry. Honestly, I feel like our sisters are just some of the most loving, passionate, caring, thoughtful, hardworking work- women that I know. And in the midst of all the sacrificing, serving and giving that you do, I just want to, I just want to remind you to continue to choose joy in all that you do. In Psalm 16 verse 11, it says, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. God wants to fill your life with joy. So, If God wants us to experience this joy and fill us with this radiant joy, how can we do this? How can we achieve this? Well, I want to share a few practicals with you. And the first practical is be transparent. Be transparent. You know, a a close mentor once advised me, Grace, be open often and early be open early and often be transparent now's the time sisters that you know don't isolate yourself now's is the time to stay connected be open with the women in your in your small group or your faith group you know i know that when i pull back and that's the tendency you know when we go through pain i know for me i don't want to be around anyone you know i just want to just kind of sulk or be sad by myself but i know when i do that I only get more negative or more angry or more in despair, so be transparent, be open, stay connected. The second practical is be intentional in proverbs eleven twenty seven it says if you search for good, you will find favor, but if you search for evil, it will find you. you know be intentional like it, it takes you deciding that you are going to look for joy from God because it's all around us. And you know, God is our genius creator that he made our brains with something called a reticular activating system, a reticular activating system, which basically is a network of neurons in our brainstem that helps us to filter out the unnecessary information and, you know, be able to keep the ones that are important to us. So basically, you know, that we can really just focus on a certain thing on certain things that are important to us at the time. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but um, like whether if you're, you know, thinking about buying a, a new car, like a new red car, then when you're out driving, like you start noticing like every red car, you know, on the freeway. Or I remember when Reese and I were praying to have a child. I swear, you know, once we started praying about that, then I would notice like every pregnant woman, you know, around me in the mall or at the park, so it's it's that whole idea of just setting our minds, you know, being intentional about looking for joy, being determined and knowing that joy is around us. How much joy are you expecting at home? How much joy are you expecting at work? You know, we just need to take or decide to take even just mundane ordinary moments in our home uh, with our family and turn them into joy filled moments. You know, I know that we're spending a lot of time at home. And so just doing the, the small things. And I think that can be something that even during this time that we can turn a hard time into a blessing by, you know, spending more time with our, with our children, spending more time at home. You can just turn on some music and, you know, have a little dance party with your family. Um, be present. Be in the moment. Notice the little moments of joy. I know for me, I've been enjoying just being able to cook with my daughters. Um, The other day we were, you know, looking at baby pictures (laughs) of them. They really enjoy that. Um, I know some of you have been making, you know, fun TikTok videos, Um, whatever it is, you know, maybe listening to music. I know that's a big one. Listening to music that help you to worship God. Be intentional in that way. The third practical is be grateful. And this is something that's easy to do. Make a gratitude list. It's easy to do and makes such a big difference. You know, decide to list three things every day this week that you are grateful for. And I bet you will notice how much of a difference it makes. You know, that you start noticing the good things. It will change your outlook and your attitude. I know this is something that I personally always need to work on because I am totally the glass is half empty kind of person. I don't know. I've settled my fear or just trying to anticipate like the worst case scenario. And, and that's, you know, that's why this is something that I've been working on, you know, to be grateful. Um, the fourth practical is to be prayerful. Be prayerful, you know, pray with another partner, um, go out on prayer walks. You know, I love this. I love just being able to be out in nature and soak in God's glory. You know, have a time of glory soak, Uh, being able to be face to face with your creator in nature, you know, going out for a bike ride, going to walk at the beach, whatever it is, you know, that will help you to connect with God through prayer. So what did we learn today? Right, we went over the two definitions of the, the definitions of the two words, choose, which means to seek out, to see, to be laser focused, and joy. You know, that, that sense of jumping and spinning around in a circle. Um, why is this important to know? Because joy is our superpower, you know, and, and that's why. And we know it's our superpower because, you know, once you decide you're going to focus on joy, you notice how much more we need to be intentional because it doesn't take much. You know, once you decide that you're going to choose joy, you know, Satan will do anything to try to steal that joy. But God wants us to experience radiance and joy, How can we do this by these four practicals? Be transparent, be intentional, be grateful, and be prayerful. I want to close out in Habakkuk, in the Old Testament. Habakkuk chapter 3, in verses 17 and 18. It reads, though the fig tree does not bud, And there there are no grapes on the vines. Though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. You know, I love that about Habakkuk. You know, his heart to admit and face the reality of what's going on he wasn't in denial he faced the truth the realities of being in famine and there's no crops there's no food it's pretty dismal it didn't matter though he was resolute he said i will rejoice in the lord i will be joyful in god my savior so thank you for tuning in today sisters i pray that you will join me in declaring, today I choose joy. I love you so much. Take care. Until next time. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.